Welcome to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar along with Dr. Ken Wyant of Tennessee Tech University. And Ken, uh, uh, he and I have been talking about a number of things, probably one that surfaces the most in respect to starting, building, growing, developing a business or professional practice is how relationships go in terms of dealing with the boss and on the flip side, dealing with employees when there is some friction that we summarize with how's, how to make it work. And so the, the three items that we're talking about, one is identify what the problem is because that's often overlooked. Two is be proactive with managing up to it and, and saying what really it's all about and how you were going to get there. And three is stay positive and respectful to make it work that those it's not a relationship of equals as what we're told between employee and boss, but there are issues obviously in every relationship like that. And so how do we deal with that? How do we look at it? What's the perspective we should have that's productive as the business owner or manager or entrepreneur startup? Can you have some thoughts on this? I think that, uh, as uh, a business owner, you become in the role of the boss and with employees. Uh, the uh, and, and, and I think that the topic fits for the employees as well as an issue. But how do you deal with the range of personalities that you have that are trying to accomplish the goals of your business? Uh, and... In doing so, how do you move – if someone is behaving in ways that are disruptive or moving you away from your goal or, uh, or, or simply harder to get along with than others, how do you address that? And I think you'd mentioned first is sit down and try to understand what the issue is. What is the problem of the relationship? Is it a pr- – problem of a relationship between you as the employer and the employee and how you get along? Is it a problem of uh, uh, a relationship of how the employees are getting along with customers and others? And so sitting down and really identifying what is the issue is important. So this is a leadership and teamwork a concept here yes. really, that you're talking about. And then um, as you identify, you have to come up with an approach to communicate with the employee to address where the issue is. Now, in in doing this, it sounds like we're going to address a negative issue. Now, trans, many times you can address it in a way that is looking toward what you want to accomplish rather than what the problem is. And we're trying to guide someone into a different point of view. And that can be done by looking at what you want to see them do more of rather than what you want to see less of. Right. I had a boss one time who, who the way he dealt with problems like that is he, he would ask you to um, come back to him by the end of the day with three items that you would change if you were in his shoes. That, that's, <laughs> that's a good idea. And that really kind of forced the issue. And, and I've, I think I've had some ch- interesting 
in a varied life experience with all the different kinds of jobs I've had. I've had bosses where I would like to have addressed either a relationship or how they managed. Um, and as a supervisor or an employer or as uh, in a leadership role, I have had situations where I would like to see the, the folks that I'm guiding or leading behave a little differently. Uh, some folks would like to know the direction and then let you back away and let them accomplish what they think the direction is. And if that works, then all you're trying to do is set a broad direction as clearly as you can and then relax the reins to let that person accomplish it. If as a boss or as the employer, you want to be very uh, detail-oriented on how someone accomplishes it, that might work, but in, but for some employers, that can hinder their ability to get there because they might get to the same goal with the same excellence in a little different path. And so learning to relax the reins, making sure that they know the broad direction you're trying to go, what the key goals of excellence are, and just sit back and let them go. And yeah. that was hard to do. And I was amazingly surprised at how much got done when I was when I quit telling day to day what to accomplish. But that meant adjusting my management style to the strengths of that person that I was guiding. Right. I, I you know, and as you're talking, I'm thinking a couple of things. One, um, that. This also, all of this information we're sharing applies to you as a manager as well as an owner. If you are operating a business, you have just as much, if not more, responsibility than perhaps the owner. So, it does, you know, it doesn't matter what your job title is if you are in a position where you are overseeing others, and it could be a department or a whole business. Uh, these are This input is valuable to you. The bottom line that I think I hear you saying, Ken, is that you can't fix an unknown problem. And so you've got to start out by identifying what it is. That's the the source of agitation, if you want to call it that. And, and then recognizing that, of course, you, the listener, the boss, in some manner, uh, owner, operator, manager, that you have more leverage than the employee because you are in a power position sometimes makes it harder for you to deal with that. So um, we're going to take a break here, and um, we're going to ask you to come right back with us where we find out more about how to get along with your boss and your employees and everyone else, your customers, of course. So stay tuned. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal and Ken, and we're talking about Getting along with the boss or getting along with the employees, how do you do that when there is friction and how do you manage the, the circumstances? You can't really fix a problem that you don't know what it is. How do you find out what it is? The question, I guess, that we were talking about during the break, are you the problem, boss? Are you the problem, owner? Are you the problem, doctor? Are you the problem, manager? Sometimes you are. And how do you get to that point to figure that out without <laughs> giving up the business or the practice? 
um, it, it, and dealing with the relationship issues that you may have with employees and how they respond to things or don't respond. So how do you set these wheels in motion that move things forward productively? How do you deal with problems when they come to the surface? Ken, you had a couple of thoughts there you were talking about. You the, want to share I that? I think that uh, identifying the problem is a very precise statement and, uh, and probably one of the most critical steps that we need to take in this because that, that, that's becoming aware of where the issues are and what the problems are. Whether the problem is with me as the um, supervisor or leader or whether the problem with was with someone who is uh, the folks that I'm leading. And uh, sometimes it takes several iterations to figure that out. Uh, we might think we have an idea of what the problem is, and yet it turns out to be something else. But that awareness that there's a problem and then working to identify where that problem is is, it, is where it's worth the effort to, to move. And like you said, how is that uh, trying to identify is the problem with the employee or is it that I am creating or making a problem stronger as the leader of the, the group? Uh, and it, I, I think that, that, that that's a big part of, of this issue. Right. And, and this, we're not talking about a relationship of equals here. If the boss has a situation that you disagree with as an employee or vice versa, remember that the boss always has more leverage than you and is in the power position. And so if you are an employee and you don't like it, you always hopefully have the option to discuss it with the boss and go through your ideas or leave there and find something else. I mean, it's just, you don't, don't subject yourself to uh, a situation that seems like, unsolvable, but at the same time, recognize that the boss is the one who is the boss and that you have to be uh, tactful and as well as learning to manage up to the situation. I think as an employee, taking that point of view for a moment would be, uh, is interesting. And that is, is you are not in the position of power, but you're, uh, but if there's a challenge, uh, how you said the choices are uh, go somewhere else or making the hard decision of going and speaking to the supervisor or the leader and addressing, trying to figure out where that challenge is. Is that leader uh, uh, overly detail-oriented um, when you need more flexibility on how you get there? How do you address that first Address beginning the, to address it, and then perhaps setting goals and coming to an agreement on how to um, to move forward. And it might take; uh, it may not be asking for a complete hands off, but maybe an adjustment that moves you a little, gives you a little bit more freedom with a review every now and then. And and from the boss's position, the dynamics are similar, actually. And and in either case, whether you're an employee or the boss. Um, be, you have to be tactful. You have to just learn how to deal better with the other person and recognize the distinction between responsibilities of the tasks that you do as an employee versus the, the responsibilities that the boss or owner or manager has to 
account for income and sales and all of those other things that you probably have as an employee, very limited awareness of the details. So it's the boss who has to answer to lawyers, to the government, to other agencies, to, and to the employees, as well as the customers. It's your job to do as the boss needs you to do to be able to facilitate that direction for the boss. So there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of commotion at, at many levels in involving this and different ways of dealing with things. Sometimes the worker is the problem. Sometimes the boss is the problem, but I think what it all reduces itself to is being honest and, and being straightforward and, and not trying to kiss up, so to speak. Um, you don't really need to, if you need to do that, uh, you're probably not in a very happy position. So, um, it's a matter of, of how diplomatic you can be and still move forward to get the problem solved and, and understand the distinctions that are made between your position as the boss and the employee's position is what's expected of them. Yeah? I, I think that we need to recognize that we are a diverse spe- species as humans. Every one of us is unique. Each of us has different ways of doing things, different ways of communicating, and and sometimes that's where some of our challenges come. And as you were talking, Hal, between the uh, the boss and the employee, uh, this is where the importance of evaluation comes in. And I'm talking about it not in getting an evaluation on paper, but the evaluation process is a way a way to communicate what goals are a way to communicate expectations. But from the employee's point of view, the employee needs to pay absolute attention to this process because it's a way to get the guidance they need and the expectations of the supervisor as they move forward. And it becomes a a process but becomes a way to put in place uh, continued review with the goal of improvement. For all of us, and I'm meaning moving toward excellence for the employee and for the company. So, so underlying all of this is the need for open discussion. Yes, and 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 not pulling punches, but being polite and being respectful. We're going to take a uh, a short break here. We hope that you will return promptly with us. We will not be long, I promise. And uh, we're anxious to get back to this subject. Thank you. Welcome back. This is BusinessWorks, uh, Hal and Ken, and we are here talking about getting along with the boss, whether you are the boss or you are an employee. In either case, there are different ways to approach things, but the bottom line is respect to show it and evidence it in your efforts to make things work out better. There is a a, a technique that I uh, have used in the past often with groups of employees, and also with groups of customers. So this applies to customers as well, and I think that's a key ingredient for you. Or if you're a doctor, maybe it's patients. You know? uh, if you're a hospital, it's patients. And so uh, it, 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 it runs the gamut. And the whole idea is to run what I call what they use in other areas of business called a focus group. And so you can pull together representative people who are part of the 
group that is being influenced by the dynamics of the business. If you have customers who you really want to know more about what they think and why they come into your place of business and why they spend their money with you or why they don't, you might get a small group of five or six together and have someone, maybe someone else run the group for you so that you are not uh, skewing it in a particular direction as the boss. But it's a way to get input. Now, you can do this also with a team of employees and, and have them sit down. And this is a different kind of an approach, but it's still a focus group, is to get them focused on a particular topic or subject that is essential to business growth and development, that you want to see what their input is and to ask them for positive ideas of how to make things work better. Give them the opportunity to kind of star um, and be on the stage and see what you can learn from them in the process of doing it. If you do this on a regular basis, and I've had bosses have done this every Monday morning first thing so that people would be set loose for the whole week uh, feeling pumped up and you know moving forward, then that's a that's a great thing to do. We we see this often with car dealerships, for example, and and other places where, you know, there's kind of a hectic pace. Um, so Ken, you I see Ken's nodding his head, so it must mean something important came up. No, here. no, it, uh, <laughs> uh, I think that uh, setting up the goals of the of what you're trying to accomplish at your uh, in your organization, set uh, letting making sure that those, your staff know the goals of what your, your service is, and they need to know how you want to go about it because uh, they reflect, the, their personality reflects your business. How they present themselves reflects your business. Right. Guidance in that dimension is critical. So it's not it, – this goes beyond just getting along with your employees. It's setting the direction for your employees, letting them know what's important to your business. And I think that in your uh, – as you talked about perhaps the Monday morning uh, meeting to get started on the week, to remind uh, what is important to you as your, you strive for excellence in your business – you have to define excellence in what? Excellence in customer service, excellence in quality of repair, excellence in uh, in uh, time on task, uh, and certainly excellence in the financial measures. But all of that, uh, so what drives you in the goals of your company, you have to be able to communicate that effectively to all of your staff so that they can reflect the same goals that you have. You mentioned time on task, and I'm thinking that that could be a subject of some disagreement because I can see where some employees who I've had experience with and know uh, are committed to getting their job done as quickly as they possibly can. And in the process of doing that, sometimes antagonize customers. And so there's a there has to be a, uh, you know, kind of a, area of modification and thinking about that. And if you're the boss, you maybe appreciate that this particular person rushes through things and gets them done, but you're, you're also losing business because customers are annoyed with not being dealt with personally. 
And I think we've all experienced that in a restaurant of some sort. <laughs> you know, we probably experienced it in healthcare of some sort. And so, um, you know, that's a particular area that I think we might want to look at because it's, and, and you might want to get input about. And so I think that's, uh, you know, that's a good point. And tactfulness uh, in, in is maybe the answer and how to deal with yeah. somebody in that I situation. I think that uh, many times we see that those... Uh, Eager beavers. <laughs> yes. And, and then the staff members that deal with the clients mm -hmm. uh, uh, deal with them a certain way based on being compliant to rules and regulations and and many times that takes away from the the quality of the experience of right. the uh, of the um, the client and how you balance that not just time on task but making sure you're compliant with all rules and regulations right, right. how do you balance that with what you're trying to convey and an employee may think that they just need to be compliant with all rules and regulations and that, and that's excellence in their mind if that's the definition that you've provided, then everything is great. But if you are looking for something beyond that, they need to understand what that is. And I think the communication becomes the key um, in all of this uh, relationship management, relationship uh, to your to those above you, the relationship with those that work for you, uh, that communication. And that's difficult, especially well, I, if you're trying to communicate to someone who you report to. It, it uh, and, and, and so, you know, in the sense of how you deal with employees, um, I think that, uh, you know, most of us don't really want to have to juggle hand grenades. And so how do you make that happen or not happen has a lot to do with your interviewing process right from the get-go and how you deal with the ways that you set up a job description and the kinds of people that you look for to fill that job. And you cannot find somebody who is uh, 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 in a, such a rush of madness to, to do the tasks at hand that they disregard customers or that they are overbearing. And, and you know, that just doesn't work in any kind of business. The hiring process may be a, <laughs> a complete session uh, because – that is, uh, it's such an important part right. to accomplish those goals. And I think that, that could, you could spend a full <laughs> session just on well, maybe we the goals we'll, we'll uh, of hiring because that is the make or break decision for yes. many companies. All right. So, in fact, let, maybe we talk about that uh, the next round of, uh, of, of programs. So, we'd like to thank you all for being with us today. And um, Ken Wyant and myself, Hal Alpiar, and we really appreciate your time and interest. And please send us a note, uh, hal at businessworks.us. We'd be happy to respond. In the meantime, have a great week ahead, and we look forward to catching up with you shortly.